Gotta put it in no, your mouth. No, you put it in no, your mouth. No, <laughs> put it on top of the tequila. We have we actually have little people that we bring no, over here. No, <laughs> they can just hold it. They can just hold it. You know what we can do, Jake? Can we get like an arm, like an undulating arm? Yes, we can. We can. Absolutely. I thought Aaron was tough. Like, yeah. Goodness gracious. Uh, are we live? We're live. Our, yeah, our yeah. levels are good. Yeah, you're. We're here. The music yeah, is playing. Check one, two. We're good to go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. It is episode 32 of the Notorious Dads. Dad. Thank you very much for joining us. For those who are our fans who've been listening, all six of you, we appreciate it every week. Lots of support, lots of love. Uh, for those who are joining us the first time tonight, thank you for joining us. The way our show works is we are three dads, although tonight, well, we are three dads, but we're short a dad tonight. Yes, we are. Uh, Aaron is out of town for air quote work. Yes. Somewhere else. We more don't. Uh, York, more York. More and more, yeah. It could yeah. it could just be that he doesn't want to drive out here because I know he doesn't like traffic. It's so all right. it's all right. I mean, we are three minutes away. Uh, but nonetheless, we have a awesome guest tonight. We'll Very get, special guest tonight. We'll get to him in just a minute. But uh, first, again, I'd like to go over the format. We'll get to you in about 30 minutes. Just hang 30 tight. Minutes. Right hang there. tight. Yeah, we'll be right <laughs> with you. Play the hold music. Uh, again, the Notorious Dads, at Notorious Dads on Instagram. You can find us on iTunes. Yeah. All our episodes are there. Uh-huh. And the Dads is actually our format, D-A-D-S. The first D is for drinks. Drinks. We like to drink. The A is for athletics, sports. We like to talk about sports. The D is for dad stuff. We are all dads. We have kids. We are, well, father figures. Father figures. Um, And then the S is for showbiz because we love to talk about entertainment stuff, what we're watching, what we're listening to, where we're playing in a couple of weeks. Holy shit. Where we'll be. Uh, That is an amazing segue. I just teed myself up there to introduce our guest dad tonight. Yeah. Mike Wagner, a.k.a. MJ Ultra. How you doing? What's up, man? How are you, man? Nice to see you. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, Jason, why don't you talk to us a little bit? How did you guys meet? How did... How did you guys get uh, become air quote friendly? No, absolutely. So I get a call one day from my my good boy, uh, my one of my best buds, Jay Brooks, and he says, "Hey, and I'm in uh, I'm in Las Vegas at a, partying at a uh, convention. Air quote, and I, and an air quote convention. A, a convention. Air quote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> started off. So I'm there with a couple friends, and I get this call, and he's like, "Dude, you gotta listen to this." guy I, I saw him in venice his name's mike i think he goes by ultra love but i heard him singing sickest singer i've ever heard in my life and he can rap um we got to do something i don't know what we got to do but we got to do something uh i became friends with him what do you want to do i was like uh i don't know what, what the fuck what, what can i do right now i'm in las vegas like i'm gonna come up there you know jay jay, yeah, jay brooks he's like, i'm coming up there I'm like, all right, come by. We're in, uh, I forgot, what, what hotel? Do you remember what the hotel we were at? Uh, it was the Hard Rock. No, it wasn't. No, it was on the Strip, I think. So. Wow, whatever, whatever. whatever. Yeah. So anyways, I'm like, come down, check it out. I think it was like 10 o'clock at night. And yeah. he was like, all right, we'll be there. And, uh, you know, I'll call you when we're there. So we've already been out to the clubs. We sure. Back to the room. We Sobriety had a, we is had a, not an issue no, right no, now. No, 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 no. We yeah. had a suite that night, luckily. Oh, wow. So we had some people over, we had an after party and two in the morning, I get a call, Jay Brooks. He's like, what up? I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Where are you guys at? I'm like, holy shit. He, he really came. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You're coming up. It's like, so, that's how you're at a party. Everyone's like, we're going yeah, to Mexico. Exactly, like, no exactly. one's really going he to Mexico. Act, no. If, if <laughs> he anyone, really went. If, any, if anyone knows Jason, you know that he's, he's for real and he'll do shit like that. So anyways, he comes up to the room and brings this, you know, dude, this white boy from Pittsburgh <laughs> and he has his guitar with him and we, uh, I'll tell you the the scene here. We have about 15 people in the room. Um everybody, you know, a couple of friends we met at the club, they came back, everybody's just kind of partying. Yeah. And you know, he comes in with uh with with Mikey and he introduces him. He's like, "Hey, this is this is Mike." And Mike, of course, has a outgoing personality, just starts meeting everybody. And he's got his guitar with him. So he's literally holding his guitar. Yeah. 
and, and everyone's like, dude, he's got a guitar. Like, right. You're not, not going to play gonna, it. Yeah. What are you going to do, you gonna do with that? Are you going to do lines off? I mean, yeah, maybe right? you might, but I don't know. But <laughs> that was later. Right. So he just starts going. Yeah. Like and just, acapella just with kills a guitar. It. Just kills the room. Just start. Everyone starts gathering around right. him. Um, and there, everyone is just mouth dropped, including me. And like, he's just killing it. And not yep. only did he sing, but then he busted a freestyle rap, which spoke to you, spoke, which to, spoke me to you, and spoke to, obviously spoke to Jason because right. he brought in yeah. and that was it. I yeah. was, I, I pulled Jason to the side. I'm like, okay, so we're in the music business, <laughs> 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 right? Is that, does that sum it up uh, a little bit? You know what's so funny? Yeah. I don't actually remember that night as well. You, uh, now I'm reliving it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, was, right? I don't even know what I was wearing, in fact. Yeah. But I remember the next day at the pool. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, next day so you pool. guys obviously spent the night and I don't then the even next day. Where, yeah, yeah. In the I, room somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. And then the next day, and that's right. Now I remember the suite and everything. It's all coming yeah. together. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I remember the next morning. Yeah. And we like ordered cocktails and it was like a. Went to a pool party type pool thing party in Vegas. Type thing yeah, and yeah. It was wild and I met a bunch of you guys and, uh, yeah. you know, the rest is history, right? Right. You met, shout out to Big. You should met, shout out to Tomer. Tomer. She met Coop Jilly. Coop. You know, all, all those guys. And uh and again at the pool, he killed it again, brought his guitar to the pool, and then people will just vibe nice. and people are like asking me, like, who is this guy? I'm like, listen, man, don't you can't talk to him directly. <laughs> if, you, if you need to talk to him, just call me. Here's my card. That's great. He's got representation. Yeah, man. So that's awesome. And so you guys have been in touch and friends ever since. Yeah. And, and, and Mike, talk about, um, well, let's hear like you, where are you from? How'd you, how'd you end up in, how are you, how were you in Vegas that particular night? Uh, because JB took me there and, yeah, and he, yeah. yeah, he like basically abducted me and said, uh, <laughs> we're, you know, going, we're to going to do this thing. Yeah. It, it happened really quickly. I was, um, I, I'm from Pittsburgh. I moved to LA to, to pursue an acting career and I got bit by the music bug and got a few like uh you know movie placements so i was able to find a way to like kind of make a little money at mm-hmm. it but i was actually playing on the venice beach boardwalk and um I, that's where i met jason uh jason brooks and um he kind of came up to me he said hey you're great you know so real quick just to ask a couple questions sure. about you're playing on the venice boardwalk yeah uh if anyone's ever been down to the venice boardwalk there are tons of street performers yeah. everyone it's like a it's like it's almost like a circus down there sure. But among mixed in amongst all the crazies, there are some people who have some legitimate talent down there. Sure. Crazy how, talent. Yeah. How I mean, how did you end up down there on the Venice Boardwalk? And what what how did like just talk a little about that? Um, well, I mean, I, I st- when I was really cutting my teeth, I, I, I got into music kind of late. Like I, I had moved to L.A. To, to pursue acting and then music really came a lot later than that. Uh, and so I I needed to cut my teeth as they say I had to really work out and so I would go to the Santa Monica promenade right third street third street and the boardwalk mm-hmm. and shit like that and I had a little CD that my friend DJ paper cooked up for me like oh, nice. just shout me playing the paper. guitar shout out paper and um and I would sell them and things like that and I think um I moved to Venice because I was doing Santa Monica before I moved to Venice I started playing on the boardwalk which was even a, a crazier hustle and um, did you need like a, do you like a permit or anything like that you just you, you don't need a permit for, as, as I recall, some time ago now, but in, for Venice, you don't need one. You, mm-hmm. you basically wake up at the crack of dawn and you draw, and I took my bike because I didn't have a car at the time, to um, like Windward Circle area mm-hmm. and you sign up. And right. it's a lottery. And yeah. they give you a number and say, <laughs> they give you a number and they say, here's where you need to, to stand. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. This is, this is your stand for the, for the day. So okay. I would go and uh, set up. So shop. were there like better areas than others? Oh, absolutely. Or were people like, I got urban outfits. Totally. When you got, you got break dancers next to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's done. You're fucked. Yeah, like, right. you know what I mean? There's, there's crowds of people. So I'm yeah. singing sweet love songs yeah, to, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. babies. And, yeah. and there's like, <laughs> next door. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. you know. Yeah. But you said also said something that was interesting to me is you got into music later in life. because But in, and to me, music is a, well, it's a singing God, music. What? But I, but still, did you just teach yourself how to play? Like I, you, I you have a great voice. To, you, I've heard you sing and and play. Like. I, yeah, I've been singing. I mean, I you know I always had the silver spoon of like training and shit my whole life. Oh, like, okay, you know what I mean. I grew up as a theater kid. Gotcha. And, you know what I mean, and I was got into all the best schools and all that shit. But uh, picking up a guitar and writing songs was you know at 22. I mean, I'm you're a late bloomer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I bought myself a guitar for my 22nd birthday and learned to play wow. music. And it was about two years later that I met. JB. And this and was a few years back. It wasn't really YouTube to teach you how to do this. 
I think I did actually. Really? No, I, I got a library book. A from library the library book. book. But I still, I still haven't returned, actually. Wow. So. Shout but, out but, Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I, yeah, I picked up a, good, uh, a book from the library. Shout out Venice Library. We'll be getting that book back to you <laughs> yeah, soon. Yeah, I know, right? Fuck, now they're $9,000 $9, in, in late fees. They're minutes. on to me. Probably about. Promise we'll we're going to At least nine illegal, grand. Illegal we'll tag I know, I know. So many illegal things. That was the first one. That's where it all started. Um but yeah, so I, I learned, yeah, and YouTube as well, and um, I just got jumped right into it. But I was always rapping and yeah. singing and yeah. writing songs. Gotcha, was, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, so you start playing in Venice, and then you, wh- wh- where do you go from there? Do you start to see, like, you're getting some attention, and, and what, what sort of pro- propels you to keep going? Uh, the, making money, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I, well, you know, I, I sold uh, uh, a couple of songs for a big movie, a big Justin Timberlake movie. What movie? Uh, Friends with Benefits. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. good movie. Well, that yeah. was that later was, on. That was that actually was a little bit later. Yeah, that honestly, later. I, to be to be fair, and this is one hundred percent honest, Jason gave me my first shot at it. Like yeah. to say, hey, let's get you in the studio. Let's make a record. Yeah. He started it. Ooh, there's no doubt this. about it. There's no. There's no. You know. Thank you. I was putting in the work. That's no, awesome. it's true. You know, and the, those guys, they 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 picked me up and um, you know, and and gave me the tools that I needed to get in the studio to learn, to learn how to, you know, finish, you know, marketing and, yeah. and things like that. That was my first little taste of it. And, um, and you know, I just kind of kept it running, you know, um, it, it was a fun couple years. Like basically what happened is we were just all new at this yeah. mm-hmm. and I was new at, you know, putting together, trying to manage yeah. with JB, uh, an artist trying to put together an EP with five songs, getting studio time, yeah. putting together producers, yeah. putting in our own input. Cause we, JB and I both love music so much. Yeah. So we right. would say, Hey, can we get some horns on this? I think this would sound good. So it was sort of a collaboration yeah. Yeah. and it was, you know, some of the best times of our lives. Uh, and you know, that's how he got started. And then, then, you know, got more serious for Mike. We couldn't help him at that point right. because we, we could only do so much. Right. So then he got the opportunity to uh, perform at different venues like, you know, Harvell's sure. got a steady night there. Yep. Wow. And then, you know, got opportunity to, to do songs on some of these big movie uh, albums. Yeah. Yeah. Right? No. So, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was really, a, it was a, it was, it, it started me. Jason really started me and got me into the situation. Those guys, um, you know, made it real to me. And then, yeah, then the things, other things follow. You play out. I was doing what? I was doing a, every Monday night for about two years yeah. at Harvell's in Santa Monica. And, uh, you know, eventually you meet a publisher and then you meet a thing and then you meet a, this guy and that guy. So, you know, it just snowballed. And I've been lucky enough to be able to do it um, consistently for God, better part of eight years now. Maybe Awesome, man. Yeah. And where are you now? What's where, where can people hear you, see you, watch you? Where, where can we do that? Um, Social media obviously is the best thing. Um, you know, MJ Ultra mm-hmm. on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, uh, you know, yeah. Just uh, Apple YouTube, music, we Spotify, can search you. Oh, you're on Apple yeah. Music. Yeah, I'm all. I got the SEO down. I think <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm easy to find. Search engine optimization <laughs> yes. for all those newbies out there. Yeah, um, man. And then, so to bring it back a little bit, so that's you on the professional side, on the personal side, you wouldn't be here tonight if you didn't have a kid. That's right. I mean, technically you would be here on this planet, but you wouldn't be <laughs> one of the notorious dads at the podcast yes. if you didn't have a kid. So talk a little bit about you, your child. So, um, you know, funny enough, uh, shortly after I started, you know, doing a lot and really taking music seriously as a, as a career and as a profession, I, uh, you know, met a girl and I fell in love with her and, and we had who... Yeah, at the stronghold, by the at way, the right? No? Shout, out, Shout stronghold. out stronghold. Wow. Remember that spot? Absolutely. Do regional? I? Is that Do regional? I? Yeah. I forgot more than There's I remember. Little, but, uh, um, speakeasy um, in Venice. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are the good old days. No, but I met, I met a great uh, girl there, and and uh, and we, you know, it, a true love child was yeah. really kind of formed from from that relationship. And he is my son. He's my pride and joy. Uh, we even named him D'Angelo, who's my like favorite artist in the whole wide world. Some brown and my, sugar. Yeah, Shout my out brown sugar. you know my brown Irish sugar. Catholic grandparents still can't understand why I named my white child uh, <laughs> after a black R and B singer uh, from the '90s. But um, they just don't get it. They just don't get it. No, but uh, yeah, he's he's just yeah. He's How my, old? He's six years old now. Awesome. Yeah. And um, I mean, listen, as a as an artist, as a musician who's you know traveling around, congratulations on only having one child, I think is really <laughs> what I'm getting at here. Yeah. No. And, and I, you know, I think at the time, too, and, I, and this is shortly kind of after, you know, uh, 
my experiences with Jason and stuff, like I, they, I was a lot of pressure to, to not have him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there were a lot of things going on. I had just gotten that Justin Timberlake movie. I had just gotten some of the big, you know, cr- how credits. Old, how old were you when this all was going down? Oh, gosh. Uh, 26, I guess. Yeah. 25, okay. 26. And, um, you know, so I was a lot of pressure to not do, to not do that, uh, and, to not have him. And, and wh- where was that pressure coming from? Uh, from my, like the guy that was kind of like my manager at the time, you know, from, you know, kind of friends, maybe even a little bit of my family mm-hmm. saying, Hey, look, you got some really good shit going on. You don't, you don't, you can't be having a child right, right. now. And especially it was just a girl that you were, ca- just, were you casually no, dating? No, no, we were very much, yeah. it was a very hard, it was, it was, it was true love, man. It, but you, you were know. young, 25, 26. That's, Absolutely. that's yeah. a, that's a, I mean, in today's day and age, that's young. When our parents were, little, you know, growing up 22, it was like you had, got married, exactly. had a kid by 22. Yeah. But yep. now, you know, I, I had my first kid when we were 30, I was no. 30. Sure. And um, Jason, what, when you were 44, yeah, 44. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, that's understandable. And what ultimately pushed you to go through with it or, or push the, your, your, your girl to go through with again, it? Again, I think it was, you know, we were just very much in love and I don't think that either of us knew, you know, we weren't ready to necessarily settle down. It was a, and I was living in a very bohemian type of like way, mm-hmm. you know, you down in Venice at the time I was in Venice yeah. and, and we were very much, uh, you know, we were more, you know, flighty being, you know, we were, spirits. We, we were free very spirits. much free spirits right. as you do when you live. There. I know that sounds insane, but right. it's you do and you would, you know, what you surround yourself with, you know, you, you ultimately sort of, you know, portray and we were just kind of just young, dumb kids who, and I was having a little bit of success, a little couple things going on and, I thought, hey, you know, let's give this, this a shot. This is the next step, and this let's is the do next it. step, and uh, you know. And how quickly did your world change when that when that when um, D'Angelo was born? Short, shortly after he was born, I, and in fact, I actually moved back to Pittsburgh, mm. and that's kind of where things really, you know, fell apart. And, and in fact, to be honest, like I wasn't crazy about LA up until I came back to it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like I was like it was it was very difficult for me. I'm, you know. I'm, you know, from the south side of Pittsburgh, like it's yeah. we tell it like it is real honest, you know, right? Whatever. Blue yeah. collar, and LA was a really difficult place, not necessarily here, and that's why I think I'm in Agora now, or you know, absolutely, the, or absolutely. I'm not in the city, I'm not in Hollywood yeah. anymore. But you it, need I, it a was, lot of fake, fake, it's just bullshit. Yeah. A lot and of everybody fake. that I met from LA is like, just feels like I'm home. I yeah. feel like I'm talking to people that I am, yeah. you know, from back home. So the uh, so you, so I'm trying to put the story together. So you. Uh, D'Angelo was born and then you he, took off? He was actually born in Pittsburgh. We, we moved back to Pittsburgh. Together. Okay. Yes, we so moved you're still to together P- at this point. Yeah, we're still together. Uh, we had him and then maybe about six, five or six months after he was born, it really fell apart. Uh, my, my son's mother, you know, she was born in, born in Southern California, mm-hmm. raised in Southern California. She, yeah. When you have those Lake Erie winds coming over the... And I, you know, and I had basically walked away from everything I knew, a really burgeoning built, you know, really kick-ass career at that time, Yeah. you know, and, uh, and, and took a shot and I was back home and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it, it made me, you know, really resent her. And I think in a way she resented me for kind of convincing her to go there. Yeah. So, um, you know, so ultimately it, it, it ended and it ended shortly after he was born, you know? And we stayed together for a few more years after that, but, uh, you know, but it was never like, it was never the same. And now, uh, you, I imagine you have a, a pretty solid relationship. I have a great relationship. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's been, she's been wonderful, uh, you know, for someone, you know, for, <laughs> to have a, to have a child with somebody who is, you know, it, it's just, this is a selfish choice, mm-hmm. you know, to really pursue your, your, your dreams and, and stick with it. Right. And I think a big part of the reason that, that I do this is because I want him to do the same. Sure. Uh, I'm from a place where you sacrifice everything mm-hmm. and you give up everything to honor your family or to like raise your kids or to do, and it doesn't have to necessarily be that way. Yeah. So I want to give him that lesson. You know what I mean? When you're, you, you know, you, 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 if you have the talent now, I mean, you know, if he couldn't, if he wanted to be a ba- basketball player and he couldn't hit, you know, he couldn't dribble. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The difference, yeah. maybe I'd lead him in a different way, but <laughs> sure. I think, I think that I'm, I was, you know, I'm really blessed and I, and I want to, can, you know, I want to, I want to see, I want to give him those things, you know what I mean? Give him that confidence, that courage and that belief in himself. So I have a wonderful relationship with him. He's in a great home. Uh, my son's mother's married to a fantastic guy, but they're up in Seattle now. In Seattle. And shout out to Laura Lee, a wonderful human being. Great person. Love her. She's 
great. She's terrific. And her, her husband's amazing man, a brilliant yeah. guy, uh, working for the Seattle Seahawks now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So let me ask you this. Do you see, uh, some talent already? Cause you know, you can start to see stuff. You can start to see glimpses of talent in in the kids. Like Jason's kids, say. both are amazing yes. rappers. Yes. Oh, yes. DJs yeah, so they and, they can and also baseball they, players and soccer. Players. They can freestyle a little bit. Yeah. No, I uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that he's got. You know, what was first turned me on to it was like, um, oh God, what is it? Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. There's Tim Burton movie. Jack's uh, Lament, I believe, is the name of the track because yeah. I played it 617 times <laughs> from my phone. And he knew, this is really before he could form uh, like, you know, complete sentences. Yeah, sure. He would be able to like, just from the syllables and the sounds, be able to sort of put together. And it's a basically a rap. Sure. It's, like a, it's like a, you know, five yeah, yeah, minute yeah. rap song. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, very evolved, like hard syllables and diphthongs and things that are, yeah. you know, and he was able to kind of pull that off That's at a cool. pretty early age. So yeah. I was like, oh, he has a knack for language, which yeah. I think I'm actually more, uh, I'm even more. So I and at the apple falls, doesn't fall far from the tree. Like he has a things for accents and sounds and imitation yeah. and, and things like very that. Very cool. That's, you that know, is I see right. that a lot of that in him. Uh, t- you know, uh, rhythm. We're not. We'll still. We'll, you know, we'll deal with that. Okay, <laughs> with the rhythm, you can tell. Okay, okay. So you play a little, uh, some songs for the him. Rhythm is, yeah, yeah. We gotta work on rhythm. I had to work on rhythm too. I had to work. I still work on rhythm. Okay. Uh, well, listen, I'm, I'm, we're all both very happy to have you here. Thanks for sharing uh, Thank some you. information about yourself. We're going to get into, try to get into format a little bit, hang out with us. We'll talk a little bit uh, about some different things here. Um, first, let's talk about the drinks that we're drinking. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and it looks like we're drinking something. We are drinking. We've been drinking for a few minutes now. So, yes. Jason, what do we got? All right. Let me just say that for this special occasion, because it was hard to get Mikey on, on the show. You know, I've tried for... <laughs> <laughs> for 40, 48 hours, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, so I had to, I had to, to hit up Wade's wines. Shout out. Shout and, out. uh, there's this bottle I've had my eye on. And Mikey said, look, uh, I said, what are you drinking now? Cause you know, we have a drink segment and we need to know what you're drinking. And, yeah. uh, that's, that's the deal. He said, I'm a tequila aficionado now. I'm like, wow. You're speaking aficionado. my language. I'm like, you're speaking my language, brother. Yeah. So, um, we got this tasty extra añejo. It's called mandala, mandala, mm, yes. and it's it's in the skull bottle. You can get it at Wade's Wines or anywhere that you can find it. And it's <laughs> fucking delicious. What did you think about it? It's amazing. It, it feels like a mixed drink, right? Yeah. But it's not. No, it's, it's, it's not. pure añejo. When it's, did you you just recently start getting into tequila? I've been into. I kind of stopped drinking heavily. Yeah, <laughs> a well, few years ago. That's okay. So I moved to tequila. <laughs> right. Right. So, well, you know, I, I was I was mixing them up. I was having fun with it, like cocktails and shit like that. And um, but I got into. I was, I was never a tequila fan. I didn't. I never liked the taste of it. And I was like, well, I read that tequila is a stimulant. Yeah. That I think you metabolize it better. Yeah. It's essentially the if you're gonna drink, you should drink tequila. It was kind of what I took from. From it, so I was. I started to, and I got really into it. I started falling in love with it. I was actually working at a bar right around the time my son was born. Yeah, and uh, in back in Pittsburgh, and that was really what opened me up to it. Do you remember the first tequila that you drank that was a sipper that you felt like, oh, this is you can do this? Could- to be honest with you, this might be it. This <laughs> might be it. I, I mean, <laughs> really? I, well. Okay, no, but I, but I mean, if it is, that's fine. Cause I just got into sipping yeah. very recently because I used to just think tequila was something that you like at a Mexican you bar, you shoot and they fucking shake your head and <laughs> totally. a whistle and then I've, you throw up and then you never drink tequila for another right. two you months. You go to but, a foam party and uh, yeah. <laughs> everything gets hazy after that. I mean, but, I, I was, I actually just had some of the other one uh, that we had a little which is earlier great. Yeah. and I was like, I, I sipped it yeah. and it's you gone, the yes. 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 <laughs> but I would not like, you know, I wouldn't sip it. In fact, I'm, I have one of those personalities where like, if it's something that I'm like, let's get it over with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to feel a certain way. Let's get it over with. Sure. What he's pouring right now, the mandala yeah. does not make me rush through the cocktail. No. And, um, so I, this is actually one of the, te- for a tequila, that's a t- pure tequila. Holy shit. 
What I was saying to to Jason uh, before we started, which is true, this again, might be I'm, the best show ever. Uh, with I, the mandala, <laughs> I, right? I fucking love the I, mandala. I'm new to the tequila too, but tequila is the first alcohol that, based on price, I can actually taste the difference. Yeah. So, like, uh, you know, a forty dollar bottle of tequila, I, I'm not really gonna sip that. Yeah. And then you can taste it, and then compared to what this is, which this runs what about one hundred and fifty dollars for a bottle, about two hundred bucks yeah. for a bottle. Okay. So even the I mean, what was it? what's the other stuff? We we've been drinking hundred, hundred twenty dollars. The Devo, the Dosartes, those are about a buck. Yeah, and, and those are very delicious to sip too. Yeah. But I can now taste the difference. You, you can up taste to the, this next one, the next level. Next yeah. level. You can. It's crazy. And, and it's just it's amazing. Other alcohols for me, like wine. I was saying, you drink two buck Chuck or a hundred dollar bottle. I, of I don't get it with wine. I Many people do. Yeah, no. Many people do. I've Not had the me. discussion before. Yeah, it was like, no, dude, you don't understand. Try this $80 bottle of wine. Right. You will see the difference. Maybe one day. I, I, I don't get it. I'll keep trying. I, I have, I've done it, and I don't get it. Do you, have you ever done With wine? Yes. Um, maybe. Like when I go to a winery. But then again, you know, I'm already half, you know, cop That's when what I, I get mean. there. Yeah. Like, so do I, you I sip it? Yeah. That's right. Do you say, oh. I like smoke cigarettes and drink tequila. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, my mouth doesn't work the same as it used to. Right. So anyway, so we're drinking this tequila. It's delicious. And um. Check it Thank out. you for spoiling us, Jason. Is this no problem. Weird? Can I say this? Yes. This you can say actually, anything you want. Yes. When I first tried this, it took me back to like Southern comfort. You remember a little bit, a little yeah. Bit of that, like, we're like, mm, yeah. this is good, but then, then it, but mentally, you're like, okay, I'm drinking Southern comfort. I'm drinking like fucking sugar and whatever the piss. Yeah. Right. But, but this is. It's this pure. is real. This is like it's like a Mexican Coke. It's, it's like sweet. It's verdad. There's yeah. no partially hydrogenated soybean oil in it. <laughs> this is what they had in Narcos, bro. Oh, okay. Nar- yeah. Fuck yeah, they yeah. did. Mandala. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk about something that happened. Was it? I don't know. If, I think it happened yesterday or or Monday, technically, okay. um, in the world of sports. Sure. Uh, in it, Russell Westbrook. Was on this in a, playing in a game, and some fans started yelling, talking shit to him. Whatever he was saying set Russell off. Yeah, and Russell was caught on video screaming that he would basically kick the guy's ass, and it went on for a few minutes, and it 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 gained national news attention. Sure. Uh, I'm sure if you're listening, you probably heard something about it. Yeah. Um, did you guys hear about and this? Let's just preface this by the and say that this did happen in Utah. Right, it was <laughs> okay. in Utah. Wow, correct, really? Salt Lake City. In Utah, yeah, Salt Utah Lake City. And it caught national attention because they they got both Russell Westbrook's reaction yep. on vi- on video and audio, obviously, and they interviewed the fan afterwards. Correct. Oh wow! And the fan completely <laughs> had a one eighty story of what 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 Russell. By all accounts, what happened? Yeah. So basically, you see the video of Russell just berating, going him. off on this guy, yeah. and then threatening his wife too. They yeah. kick his wife's ass yeah. too. And you don't hear the other side of what's happening or see the other side of the conversation. But what they did is they interviewed the guy after the game and he gets on there and just plays it all like, I was just minding my own business and I was not saying any obscenities, no cursing. Not, and not one time did not we one curse. Not one time did we curse. And, and we, my wife just sat there with her hands in her lap and blah, blah, blah. Like, so he had a very different version of the story. And so it came out today. They find Russell Will Russell Wilson Russell Westbrook twenty five thousand dollars. They banned the dude for life from the, from the arena. Utah. Wow! From Utah Jazz for any from Salt Lake City the uh, the Jazz Arena. Yeah. So the big discussion today is really like the players, especially in the NBA, but pro athletes. Everybody is so accessible these days. Yeah. You can reach out and touch them, whether it's physically or on social media. And where is that line between you know? And we can call them artists. You know, you you can sort of attest to this as well. You know, you're up on stage. There's Mike really likes to get touched, though. Well, yeah, actually, baby. <laughs> different mic, different All mic. All right, uh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> um, but but you know, this is a uh, a, a topic that is you know int- that's come becoming more and more talked about, which is like, should there be lines and boundaries drawn for professional athletes or you know professionals and civilians who are paying to watch them perform? Again, whether it's sports or music or whatever. So, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Well, here's the thing. Russell Westbrook, I mean, you can't base other instances for his actions on this particular occasion. I get that. But he's got a history of being an asshole and getting into it with fans. Yeah. So, look, the other 14 guys have never got into it with the fans before. Yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook has a, has a hot temper 
He'll talk shit to the fans. The fans will talk shit back. Whether the fans take it that extra step and say something derogatory or not, he's got to, as a professional, know how to Absolutely. calm the situation. Or not. Right? Or not, and do you what know? he did. And do what he did. And do what he did. And, and I get that as well. But, I mean, I don't know all the facts. I, I can't tell you, okay, I don't know what the, the fan said. Apparently he said, get down on your knees like, you, like you're used to. Yeah, something like that. Okay. That's what he said. Yeah. Get down on your knees like you're used to. Something to that effect. Right. I, mean, I think that's what he said. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Russell Westbrook took that as racial. Right. Okay, and derogatory. And, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't really particularly believe the fan either in right. the interview because he said, I didn't say anything wrong. Right. But I did hear Russell Westbrook and he's like, you know, I'll fuck you up and your yeah. wife. Like, yeah. who, who says that? Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, I mean, the difference between Russell, you know, Ron Artest jumped, uh, Metal World Peace, jumped in the thing and knocked the motherfucker out. Yes. yes that's he the punched difference. them in the face. If you go to Russ, a hockey game. Artest I, is a doer. I think, the pro- <laughs> I think the problem is, is accountability for not only the fans, but the players themselves. If Russell, Res- Russell Westbrook was any of the man that he said, he would have knocked him out. That's how I look at it. In a ho- I'm a hockey fan. Okay? Yes, yes. You don't get away with that shit in the arena. Yeah, you know what I mean? A, you don't a big, do it. There's a big like, right. There's no, barrier. No, no, no. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Oh, you just, oh, come on. Get on the, get, find a pill. Is this like Joe Rogan? We have it on the, on the thing. We're going to right up here on the thing. Pull up the thing with the. Yes. The thing no, with but the thing. I mean, you don't, you, you're going to get hit. You yeah. know what I mean? Get, yeah. And I think that's the, those are men. They're playing a game. They're doing their thing. Now, is Russell, Russell Westbrook's not LeBron James. He's not Michael Jordan. He doesn't, nobody really cares that much about, you know, his feelings or like what he stands for or anything like that. Sure. If he stands for anything at all, no disrespect to Russell Westbrook, but yeah. he's not standing on some soapbox. He doesn't, he's not, he's not obligated to do anything other than he, than he has, he did in that, in that situation. But, you know, I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, I think that shame on the fan. Shame on Russ for not following it up. You know what I mean? Or, you or think he but, and, 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 and to, to Mike's point, I agree with him. Russell Westbrook is the type of guy who likes to talk a lot. Yeah, he did. All right? He's a talker. And, 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 and I've always noticed that these guys that get into it with the fans. Yeah. Like, let me see you get into it with Serge Ibaka. Yeah, <laughs> let totally. me see you get into it with the center right, right there. I don't see you talking shit right. to those guys. Right. Right. All right? If you're such a tough guy, yeah. let me see you fucking get into it with those guys. And I don't see him doing that. So to me, it's a lot of a lot of talk. It's that but, guy at the park who thinks he's tough, right. who's always going off. But if you call him out, he really doesn't do but anything. But do you think that there should be more? Do you think the fans need to check themselves no. a bit and respect the players? Do you think Not the players all. are being sensitive? No. Yeah, no. no I you do. would take a fucking beer to the head. You know <laughs> what I mean? When it was real. And the NBA is a joke. Oh. In my opinion, oh. the NBA is Here a we go. Knock, game. knock. Who's it there? The NBA. Joke. Yeah. The, the fact everybody falls down. The fact that James Harding, uh, James Harding, uh, James Harding, I don't know his name because I don't care. <laughs> is, the beard. Is, is, you shout know, out, the shout beard out James Harden. Is like you know putting up these points and stuff like he's like falling. He's, everybody travels. It's insane. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Michael Jordan would put up fucking fifty-five points a game in this league. Uh, it's that's a great. shame. It's true. Though. It is true. James Harden is like your first NBA soccer player. Don't Totally. He's like yes. falling like, after everything. Right. Everybody's grabbing you know, his knees. Like, I? I don't get him watch this shit anymore. You know what I mean? I also don't have a dog in the fight. You know, we don't have a team in Pittsburgh. But it's like, <laughs> you, you got know, Philly, right? Don't you got no, Philly? Yeah, but we hate them. We, you know, it, terribly. But, you know, wait, it's like, wait till they make the finals. So you'll, you'll love them. You'll I mean, I used to play. Come on, man. I'm a Laker fan. I, I, I like the Laker game. No, but I like, you know, the like Cleveland and stuff because they're the heck Cavs. Like, what is that? And then LeBron. It was like, okay, that's cool. And it's a given a reason to like Cleveland, you know. Yeah. So it's like, let's do that and uh, whatever. I don't know. It's just a joke, man. It's it, all it, bad. And now the the NFL is following the same suit. You know what I mean? It's it's, yeah. it's walking down the same path of the superstardom, like bigger than thou type of don't touch me. You know, get my nails permed and you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I don't know, man. I'm not. Well, I'm not it's, well I there... think it comes back to the sort of uh, what I like to call, and I think what Michael Rapport calls the pussification of America. That's 100%. Right? The tight yeah. jeans, the skinny jeansification of America. Yeah. Yes. And and what it is, it's it's goes back to a thing that we've talked about on the show a couple of times, which is the privilege, the kids being entitled, the participation trophies, mm. and you so you have this generation of athlete that grew up seeing 
their highlights on Instagram at age 12, 13. They're, they're famous before they even get out of middle school. And so things are just handed to them all the time. And so they have no understanding of what adult authority is or what hard work to or respect is. I'm not saying these guys don't work hard because they're in the gym. They're doing their thing. But, sure. but like the respect of what other people had to go through in order to get there. They expect the instant gratification. That's right. And so that sort of leads me to this other thing that just came out in the news, which is this, um, this cheating scandal in with uh, a couple of these actresses, um, Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, these, these women were paying, the families were paying people to get their daughters into these great schools and these are the kids, the generation, these 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds that are the same as these NBA players, the same as these professional football players, these athletes that are just basically getting people to walk them through the VIP section and pull the velvet rope and get whatever they want. Sure. And I just think that... But, do, but are they athletes? The girl. Oh, so here's what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the girls... Yeah, fill uh, me in because I don't know the whole in story. Some, in some instances, what was happening was the parents were paying... I don't know if it was a middleman or the, or the athletic directors directly, but they were bribing people right. to recruit their kids as athletes. So I think it was Lori Laughlin's kid who was recruited to USC to be on the crew team, sure. which I didn't even know they had a crew team, but apparently... The J. Crew team? The J. Crew team, <laughs> probably, right? <laughs> to be on the crew team yeah. to, uh, to get her into the school, yeah. and then from there, she just wouldn't be on the team anymore, but she'd still at least be in, admitted into the school. The she'd get into the, oh, into wow. the college. So, yeah, yeah. so um, I think... Lori Laughlin paid something like five hundred thousand dollars to get her kid into the school, and um, and this is like this is apparently a very um, ha- often happening circumstance. Like these things, this has been going on. Sure. Just, I mean, they're not the first. They they busted fifty other people doing the same exact thing yeah, just in this I, one raid. I, I'm sure that it's been going on for a long time. You know what I mean? And and it sucks. Like you said, it's it's entitlement. You're taking uh, it's, opportunities it's, it's away money. from people who are working it's, hard. It's, and, you know, they're just paying for it. But who's to say that's any different than these people that are sending their kids to, to uh, Oaks Christian down the street and, and paying thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars so that they can qualify to go to these great schools? Yeah. Uh, someone from Oaks Christian is going to get into USC before anybody from right. Gura High School. Right. 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 And most of that, they might have the same grades. Yeah. But their parents paid Oaks Christian money. That's and, true. And, 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 you know, it's true. It, well, it's it, been happening. It's but a shame. This that, is- yeah. That is just an exaggeration. Right. And it's it's a it's a celebrity. But but it, it is. It, the, and, but I think to me, the point of it is there there's less value now on hard work and perseverance sure. to get you to achieve a goal than it is to just write a quick check and get you in to whatever yeah. you need to do. Yeah, Everyone's exactly. got a shortcut. Listen, we all get rich, get rich quick schemes have been going on since yeah. the beginning of time, but now it's get Insta famous quick buying your followers. Yeah. I don't know who, you know, people are doing that, <laughs> but like doing things to, to try to speed up the process. And that's, that's a problem. We so gotta, do you think these parents are doing it? For the benefit of their kids, or are they doing it for the benefit of themselves? It's the ego thing. You they know want what to I be mean? able to tell <laughs> sure. their friends that my kid is at USC or my kid's at Stanford or my kid's at it's ego, man. And yeah. that's no. that's the problem. And also, I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, I mean I I you know, we grew up on welfare. And so like if 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 someone told me and if I had five hundred thousand dollars that my son could go to fucking, you know, uh, Stanford or Yale or Harvard, if if I paid him five I'd probably do it. Illegally. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? And no, you know, I don't know what you mean. Well, knowing nothing. No, no. Now I don't. No, he's not going to be. I don't. I'm not. Not to say that you can stay at <laughs> Yale or Harvard <laughs> or Stanford, but the the chance of him seeing his application if he's going to Venice High School is pretty pretty slim. Right. What you're okay? saying, right. I think, is you want to set your kid up for success. You Absolutely. want to give him an opportunity. Uh, an opportunity. But, but it's but, not for you to say, "Hey, my son is well, at Yale." Okay, but you know what I mean. That there's a difference there. And I, I, well, that's, that's what I think is interesting is that the people and I, and people have been taking money from favors from politicians. That's why all the politicians, children are going to the the Ivy league schools and stuff like that. But you know what? Those Ivy league baseball teams, you know what I mean? You go to South Florida, you're going to get killed. You know what I mean? You you know, take that team across the the Caribbean ocean, fucking Puerto Rico, see what happens to them. But the thing is, I think what I think is interesting is that if you can give your, I don't knock the people that are paying the money to give the kids the shot. Okay. 
Now, whoever's taking the money and pocketing some of it and it isn't going to look at they have a problem there. But ultimately, I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's kind of a double edged sword for me. If you, if you can afford yourself the opportunity to, to. But what kind of message is that sending to your kid? Like we had a, we had a, a buddy on the other day, um, a couple weeks ago, Keith Dinelli. He applied to USC and got rejected five times. Yeah. And then finally he USC film school, USC yes. film school yeah. five times. And then he finally decided he had saved up a bunch of money. He says he's going to go out there as undeclared and then he's going to try and see what happens, see what happens. Yeah. So he goes in, tells his whole story about how he ends up, you know, basically making it happen. He got himself into the school by going out there and he was accepted. So you know, and now he's got a, had a successful run in TV and been a more, producer. More, more power to him. It goes down to the character. I actually, a big reason that I moved to L.A. Yeah. I grew up in a, a theater arts, I went to a performing arts high school, and I went to New York City mm-hmm. to audition to go to school at UCLA and USC in their theater program. Mm-hmm. I got into every other, I got into Marymount Manhattan, I got into Point Park Conservatory with a full ride, a full scholarship, yeah. presidential scholarship, got into those schools with sure. a full ride. Wow. And I got rejected from USC yeah. and UCLA. And, uh-huh. and how did that make you feel? It, terrible. Yeah. It felt like, what the, f- I, I worked so hard to get to this point. Mm-hmm, I've yeah. done everything right. Right. Um, my, you know, my grades kicked ass. I, you know, I think I'm talented, you know what I mean? I got into Marymount. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't audition for NYU, but I was assuming I would have gotten into that. But I didn't get, and it was something about, now, that's, but that's the program, though. That's the, that is the USC, that is the Yale, that's the, you don't work really hard and get into those schools. Yeah. Who, I mean, maybe some people do, and God bless them for doing that. But those, that's one in a, you know, whatever they take as undergraduates. And he's got a point. Nobody works hard to get into fucking Harvard. That doesn't. That comes from no money. No way. You don't think so? No. I, I have Maybe, to agree. But they're, I, they're using that as a, for their endowment. Yeah, to like I, this is our point. This is we can. We, I we have to agree with them. I, I think that you have your Keith Donnellys. You have your ten percent mm-hmm. of kids that work their ass off to have that Rudy moment, right? Yeah. But right, the but rest you, of it, it's all under the table. But man. I think that you. I think the the again. I'm going to go on my soapbox for a second here. I think the country, the world would be a better place if people felt what it like, what it was like to fail. Sure. And, and, and what it felt like to pick yourself up and then have that redemption factor because all too often people get kicked in the nuts and they just stay the fuck down and that's it. It's over. But what is it like to, to get kicked and then get back up and get kicked again and maybe get kicked a hundred times, but then finally persevere and come yeah. through on the other side. You, we can all agree as you get older, you learn from your failures. You become a better person from failing. And what are we doing to our kids if we're not allowing them to feel those failures in life? I agree. And that, to me, is what this example of this this cheating scandal is. We're fucking up the youth. Yeah. That's it. I sound like an old man. Oh, well, there's fucking no, up the youth. Oh, there's no scoreboard. Get off my lawn. It's the scoreboard. It's yeah. the scoreboard you gotta thing. you got to let them see the scoreboard. Feel a blowout. Yeah. It all but, comes but, but down you, to the but, scoreboard. That's the thing, though, too, is like, could you imagine if how much harder it hurts to get into because because daddy got you in there, but they don't know. Uh, well, okay, they, that, they, then that's the problem. No, when, yeah. when I say they yeah. don't that's know, the issue. when they, I say they, they don't they, know, they'll figure it out. No, when, at I, some when point. I say they don't know, it's not that they don't know what happened. They have nothing to compare it to, so they just think that's the norm. They think the scoreboard gets reset every time they get blown out, so they don't know what it's like. So it's like. Obviously, I got yeah, in. Of course, like, I'm at How USC. did you get in? Yeah. yeah, I got in because you know, like, yeah. I didn't your daddy pay for you to get in? I that's how I okay, got. Well, in. He's and probably around a bunch of friends that all but, paid for right, him to get in too. But I'll put it. I, I think this. Like, I don't know that. I don't know Lori Laughlin. I don't know, but but that's probably not a small you know bit of money for her. I I would imagine she's, she's not, got that she, full house money, bro. Uh, okay, maybe maybe it <laughs> is. Got that maybe syndication it's money. Maybe it's chump change. But if my if I have mercy, so you you're gonna work if. Now, I assume my son wants to go there. Yeah. He wants to go to an Ivy League school. He wants right. to get an Ivy League education so right. he can do something that's uh, be amazing. Sure. Then I'm going to provide you that opportunity, and then that's on you, bro. Of course. Yeah. Now, you know, unless you're like George Bush or something, we're like, oh, I'll bail you out every time you get in trouble type thing. But it's like, you know, I think that's... No, but you're coming from the right spot of like, I'm oh, going to help yeah. you with the opportunity, but you better work. Yeah. These parents, they may say that, but like, guess what's going to happen? They're going to fail out, and they're going to just... Pay some more money to get you know back in, or, 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 or they're gonna say, "Hey, 
you want to go work on Fuller House? Yeah, exactly. They're going to set them up. I'm going to get you in as a PA. Oh, you got fired as a PA. Yeah. Listen. I think it's time to be a producer. Yeah. And uh, I got you an Academy in. Award. Yeah, exactly. Listen, do you want to direct? <laughs> we got an episode you can direct. Working in entertainment, you know, nepotism is real. And I, I always say, like, I never have a problem with somebody getting a job because of who they know. But I have a problem with somebody keeping a job because of who they know. And that's, and that's the shit. And, and, that, and, 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 absolutely. I, and so, so that's sort of where, where my head is at on that. Good um, shit, Mikey's. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. yeah, man. Hey, shout out to Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of good shit. This is all unusable. Dude, I'm having so much fun tonight this, for some reason. The second batch of this tequila, I just poured a little tiny sipper and it was like it was like candy all over oh, again. This is this is life. This is life, guys. Vida, la vida. This is la vida. La vida, la vida. Oh man. We're gonna have to have Mikey do some acapella soon. Oh, we're gonna right, we're gonna get Mandela. another couple of drinks in here. Um I, I wanna ask I want to ask Mike one uh, a question about you, you know you said you mentioned you're a single dad mm. and um, do you do you are you dating have you been dating I want we want to know we Jason wanna know, yeah. uh, do you bang <laughs> yeah man <laughs> hey oh I was gonna go with a little bit more tact than that yes yeah. oh okay. knock boots why is, uh, why is that in my notepad here then Mike why did you oh, provide me with that oh I'm sorry language I'm sorry knock boots so no no no. Well, we, so, we, we, well, we had talked about this, Jason, was in other, other shows. Like, yes. If we as dads had to go out on dates uh, in this sort be of a mess. world. A mess. A mess. Social media. Like, well, how do you, what do you do? How do you do? How, what, tell me, us. We want to know. What are some of the sites? What are we going on? It's troublesome. It's tough for it's me. It's troublesome. No, because it is. Because, like, first of all, I'm like a serial monogamist. Like, I'm not a playboy. And, I mean, you might have other experiences. Shut the show down. There's yeah. some winking. Shut the show down. I don't know what he's but talking about. Since my son was born, I've pretty much gone from, like, girlfriend to girlfriend to, like, stable relationships to stable relationship yeah and and you know uh <laughs> fucking mandela uh, <laughs> uh you know but i'm in a, i'm in a relationship now okay how long you been in this relationship uh for about seven months okay okay and she's considerably she's about 10 years younger than me okay okay shout out to shout out shout out to <laughs> shout out to the young woman who maybe doesn't want me to say her name. I don't okay. know. Whatever. No, you don't right. have but to. She, we'll tag her on the Instagram post. Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but she, she, she's considerably younger than me, and it, and it's wonderful. Um, the, the, the do you guys have conversations yes, via DM on do. Instagram? Is that your like? What's your preferred method of conversation? Conversation is uh, it DM? Is it it's text, text messages? Okay, okay. stuff like yeah. that. But you know you what? Fax but here's each the thing: other? we watch Star Trek: The Next Generation like it's going out of fucking style. No. Wow. Now the thing about funniest about that is I grew up. Yeah, so she wasn't. I think when the show was canceled, she wasn't even born yet. Wow! Right? So you guys are trekkies. We are yeah. trekkies. We're, we're nerds. We play video games. So let me tell you something. When Star Trek came on or Mash, I yeah. would run to the TV to, to turn really? that shit off. Likewise. I didn't watch either of those. Turn it off? Yes. Oh, turn, turn it off. off. Yes. Yes. No. yes. <laughs> we said likewise. <laughs> I, I, and I said yes. I, I didn't watch yeah, either of those. I'm like 100 the antonym yeah. of. <laughs> Star Trek or Mash. I was waiting for Chips, Sorry. Knight Rider, and Magnum P.I. But here's yeah. the thing. I'll put it okay. this with a car. Right, but go ahead. Go you guys are no, Trekkies. No, no, no. But yeah. check it out. No, no I, 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 was, the convention? I was never a Trekkie, <laughs> okay. really. I mean, I watched the show. Do you put the I, ears on while you guys are? <laughs> yeah, always. Okay. Yeah. Naturally. I do the Klingon. It's a lot of makeup, though. Yeah. We it's don't a, do that as it's much It's like four anymore. hours of makeup. I don't have as much time. She has more time to do it. She's the Klingon now. So, no, but I was never into the show. Like, I didn't know about the the show is my, I didn't care, but it, it was like, it's part of my, it's nostalgic for me. Sure. So what is interesting to her and that she knows a lot about were things that are from like my nostalgic, you know, yeah. sure. Nostalgia. Yes. So I'm like, Oh yeah, I know all about this thing. Right. That so, you're really, really into. And she yeah. acts like she cares because you can play, <laughs> cause you can play the guitar That's, and no. sing to her. That's well, you know, what's really funny she about wants to this. listen to Jojo Siwa. Well, well, you know, <laughs> you know, what's funny about this relationship is that she doesn't, she doesn't come to my shows. Oh. She doesn't come to, and we have a, we, she's not at all no. involved in my career. Which years ahead in the same way you remember, uh, Christine, shout out, yeah. Christine, <laughs> shout out, Christine. <laughs> uh, but she would kind of do the same thing. She was like, I don't need it. Like I respect what you do, but I don't want to be around be that. I don't want to yeah. have to deal so with how this. Did you meet you saw how that how ended did you meet this girl? <laughs> I met her th at, uh, through a, a friend, a mutual friend. And were you performing or not performing? 
I I <laughs> I mean I'm just saying I, like, uh, like Superman met she, Lois Lane no, while no, wearing no, a cape. When I met her, I, I wasn't performing. She had seen me perform a few times. Of course. In fact, I honestly I don't even know if she likes my shit. Frankly, I don't think she does. She was playing some shit in the car to me the other day. I was like, this guy's way better than me. And he's like a new guy. Yeah. Oh, and I'm really? like, fuck. Yeah. She must really like this she guy. She must really like him. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So I, have, I deal with that in my own like, brain, but we don't, we don't really talk about it. And, uh, and I kind of prefer it that way. It kind of works. Do you, let me ask you a question. When you uh, perform at shows, do, do girls ask to take pictures with you? Sure, yeah. And do you, uh, and you oblige? Yes. And do they post those pictures on social media? Yeah. And do they tag you on social media? Is I that assume, an issue? I assume do you so. see where I'm going with yeah. this? Does that, your girlfriend does she... see pictures of you on social media with other girls and get jealous? I think because, and she's also in, in like, uh, no. Okay. I don't, great. I, I think uh, she, and she's also in like media. She works and she, you know, she's great. She has a degree. She kicks ass. She works for a big company in, in, uh, television and, no, she knows better than that. If yeah. she was going to catch a few, in the same way, I don't, you know, scroll around uh, hers or what. Not that she does that or anything. And in fact, she's actually not active on social media at all. But I did have a girl. Wow. I was dating a girl from 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 England who was very, uh, you know, very much more like me. You know, out there taking photos. Sure. You know, tits out, whatever it is, trying to appeal to her her base. Yeah. Right. And it's like I don't want to see that. Right. Are you typically a jealous what's her guy? Address? I, I, think, I think so. <laughs> what's her handle? No, I, what's her handle? <laughs> I, what's her postcode? If you were from the UK, that's what they yeah. say. Postcode. Um, no, but yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I'm jealous. I'm insecure for sure. Most creative people are. Yeah, I'm insecure, and I don't want to see you know like people like hitting on my like you know. There's those guys that say like, eh, yeah, man, I like you know. I get turned on when people compliment my lady because yeah, I know I no. got a good lady. I was like, well, no. I don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't do that. Like, I'm like, want to fight away. you and punch yeah. you in the mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, type of thing. Exactly. And yeah, I know. You're I'm hugging not too long. Well, I think I think a little bit of jealousy is healthy in a relationship, it, yeah, especially sure. after a long period of time. It makes you know makes the other person feel like you give a shit. Yeah, you're giving a shit. And you're, um, yeah. and and so as far as uh, dating, did you were you ever on the dating apps re- recently? Okay, so this is a funny anecdote. Yeah. Okay. So I found this out about two years ago when I first started touring, the, touring Europe. So what I do is I put my tour dates in my bio on Bumble and Tinder. Mm. I change my uh, settings to like everyone. Okay. And I just go fucking right. I just <laughs> swipe right for about 45 minutes. Okay. And I connect so, with everybody. And you're not even caring. I don't give a like, fuck. Yeah, you're, just so <laughs> you're just swiping. Zip Zero through forward. 10. You're just swiping like it's, it. like, and it's, like it's... people will call you out on that. Like it's wet wipes. Yeah, people are, oh, will call you out on it, but it's an odd. It's playing the odds at this point. Okay. If I fifteen hundred right swipes, fifty of those people are going to come to my show. Sure. And see sure. me sing. Sure. Yeah. Okay? That's great. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If I take the time to you know curate and nurture yeah. the fucking relationship, then you they know. think they're there for you. They, they, it, you're looking at them in the eyes. Yeah. You're like, so perfect. I'll, I swiped I'll, right for you, I darling. Tree, I did Carol. the tree in London last, and we sold it out. And I had Mate. about 50 fucking gay men oh, just in there wow. looking on, for me. And I, and I knew them. I, knew, I didn't yeah. know from, from, I just knew that they must be there for me. Right. There's no other reason they'd be <laughs> right. here. Right. And you know what? They bought records. They're my fans. They're my friends. You know Took, some mean? Hey, Took some pictures. Took some pictures. and that. Do? But the dating apps have, have actually served me a great deal in my so it's good marketing for you. Incredible marketing. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe we should do some dating apps. Maybe we should. <laughs> right? Notorious dads. Yeah. Maybe I've never been on a dating app date. Have you? Guys? No. No. Are you no. Me? We, we, we were out of the game. The, yeah, yeah. We were out of the you game. We were out of the game before that That's happened. why we have you. My, we wanted my to jersey so was retired. My jersey was retired in right. 2004. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I've heard about them, though. Yeah. It's like yeah. you go through them. You, you swipe. But you, it's, it's, it's apparently an easy, Jesus, an easy way to uh, communicate. Yeah. No, I've never been on one. I, I've done a lot of it. I've entertained a lot of conversation on those things. Yeah. But also, that it's scary for me, you know what I mean? It, you know what's really tough about being a single guy and, and being a dad is telling people you have a child. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, to me, was the, is, was the hardest hurdle to get over after we broke up. Sure. You know? Like, how the fuck do yeah. I... Yeah, how does your 22-year-old girlfriend she, deal... Oh, you don't... I mean, he doesn't live with you, so you... He, do, he you, doesn't. Yeah. And, in fact, she's actually never met him. Okay. And... Um, you know, uh, what about just like, to spill the beans. I mean, it's like, I don't know how I, I feel about that because it's, 
you know, you um, want her to become, I want her to do that, but she's also like 22. Yeah. Yeah. And that would also mean for her a great deal of like, she's only 16 years older than your son. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, not saying to say that's how my fucked up brain looks at it too. (laughs) Right. When she, when my son was born, like she couldn't even like, you know, right. Go out outside the house or drive drive or vote or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's awesome. That's it. I know it's crazy, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I don't know. She's great. Let's get her on. Let's get her on. Let's, let's call, her. call her. Let's right call her right now. Hello, hello. Uh, so let's uh, let's let's ask you: Are you a, a TV watcher? Are you a movie watcher? Are you a Netflix watcher? Are you a phone silencer uh, on Sorry vibrate? No, I'm kidding. Um, what are you? We do a segment every week. We call we say we call it what you watch, and it's like a showbiz segment. We we'll get into what you're what you're what doing. What are we watching but. right now? Um, that's a good question. Star Trek, apparently. Star, yeah, well, we watched Star Trek. Trek. Next Generation, though. Let's oh, not get it twisted. Excuse us. Okay, okay. To, okay. to guys like us, it's all the same shit. So okay. it doesn't yeah. matter. Come on, man. You had data. You had, I mean, okay. Let's, what are we uh, watching? Nerd Alert. Nerd Alert. The Goonies? I don't know. Uh, data, right. $50 bill. <laughs> $50 bill. <laughs> <laughs> what are we Sick watching? Sick shoes. Um, gosh, I don't I don't really know. You know I, can, I, can I tell you what I just watched? Uh, I don't. We haven't talked about this. Barry. Have you watched Barry on HBO? I have. I have watched that. The whole season? Yes. Amazing. Do you know about Absolutely. it? No, I don't get HBO. Oh. Yeah. Well, you don't know someone who has a p- fucking login for I, HBO? I, I, you can't I get a fire stick? For this oh, yeah. Off the, air, <laughs> off the air. Shut up. <laughs> um, Barry is... M- Margaret had watched it. My wife had watched it. Uh, I think she's seen it like twice already through. She watched it once by herself when I was away and then once with her parents. And then she's like, I'll watch it again with you. It's that good. Really? I'm like, okay. So watched it. It's unbelievable. Uh, fucking Bill Hader. And oh, Henry yeah. Winkler, the Fonz, yeah, the Fonz uh, star in it. And Bill Hader is known, I think, mostly for SNL and, yeah. and all his silly characters on there. But holy shit, is he an incredible actor in this thing. This is the one where he's an actor, right? Yes. He's, he's yes. a hitman. Okay. Yes. He's a hitman. He's a hitman, and he's trying to be an actor. He gotcha. tries to be an actor. Okay, I, I did see the previous film. And it is so fucking good. Is it good. I highly recommend it. The humor is very dark and... Um, but it's it gets just keeps getting better and better, and it mixes comedy with uh, with intensity okay. and drama, and just really good storytelling and amazing acting. So awesome. I highly recommend it. I can't wait. Season two is going to come out soon. Absolutely. What are you up to? You know what? I have uh, I've been watching The Americans, and that's been good. I've been watching second the second season now. I know it's got like seven seasons. But I recently got into the Leaving Neverland. Oh boy! Documentary. Oh boy. And since we have MJ Ultra here, right, right, I thought we should no talk relation. about. <laughs> you know, my first initials are MJ too. MJ. Oh, really? Michael oh. Jared. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Michael John. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a little disturbing. Slightly. I have to say, MJ was a hero to me as a kid. Uh, iconic, obviously. <laughs> Did and you see yes. our friend Reggie Warren? What up? Shout out to Shout out uh, Reggie Gary. Warren. Shout taking, out to Gary. Taking, taking a leak on the fucking. No. The Thriller album? No, he did that. Literally pissing what? on them. No, he did that. Pus- yes, he did. I got, I'm going to wow. text him right now. Yeah. Wow. That's he, he, His mind is made up. His wow. mind is he's made up. He's, he's, he, he's, yes, he's he chosen saw, aside. Yes, he saw the documentary. Let me tell you, man, after seeing the documentary, it's hard to argue with Mr. Warren. It, it, you know, it. there's so many facts. There's so much evidence that leads you to believe Michael was doing these things to these kids. I can't. I'm, I'm that, sick to my stomach that to hear about it, it. it. It's really hard. Like, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen you it. You guys haven't seen it, so I'm teasing it for the next, yeah. Yeah. next week. Because we're going to watch it this week. I'm going to watch it this week for it. sure. We'll talk, we can talk um, about more about it next week. And we, we won't get into detail quite yet, but we'll tease it. It's... It's pretty disturbing. If you haven't seen it, check it out, and we'll talk about it next the, week. But the big question I want to ask you, yeah. it's a yes or no question. Are you still listening to his music? No, right now. Not wow. right now. I, okay. need, I need some time, man. Wow. I need some time. Okay. It's, it was a li- it's a little easier for me. I was, I, And this might sound crazy. Yeah. I'm not actually an MJ fan. I mean, I respect him. I, I respect him as an artist and what he did. But yeah. I was never a huge MG, MJ guy. I, mean, I was a Prince guy, if you had to make mm. a good comparison. Yeah. I think he's light years beyond. But... But I, but he was so important. Right. And he was so like, you know, uh, and he did do a lot of great stuff for artists in terms of like, you know, you know, owning your own rights and owning your own masters Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I, I think that there was always a sick person there. Of course. And I don't now. I have a little insides, you know, stuff from like, you know, industry guys that know the dude 
that was uh, Wade Robinson. Wade Robinson, yeah. one of the accusers. One of yes. the accusers who is, I think, like the main contributor, to, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the film. There's, anyway. there's two guys that are the main right. contributors to the documentary, and, and this, he's one of them. And this dude's rap sheet is like the fuck. He's like the worst person mm-hmm. on the planet. He might as well be a child molester. Yeah. No, like not just like you know, belittle that, but he's like a, not a good guy. And he's like a a really shitty individual that tries to like scheme over money and like abuses women and has like a really, he's just like a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Uh He's a bad dude. And that's, and I've heard that from many sources that are in, that have, that worked with him, that know him, that are in the industry, you know, when he was, when he was relevant. And I also heard that because he didn't get this, uh, choreography job, on the This Is It tour, that they're like that's what set him off. That's what set him off. Boy, and they, and you know what I mean. And he was like, "I need to get this bread. Let me go ahead and do this thing." I don't. I haven't seen the film, so that's just a one-sided half yeah. opinion on it. But all right. You know. Well, I encourage everyone to to see it if you are a big MJ fan, just to kind of set the record straight for yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. Even I'm, though you know you don't have everything i'm has i just i didn't want to watch it because i know how graphic it is and i have a hard time watching that stuff um but i will check it out yeah yeah um on a lighter note on a better note i burped on the microphone right yeah that's good <laughs> on a lighter picks note that up uh mike where are you performing i think a lot of our listeners are going to want to see you or hear you I feel like there might be someplace local that's yeah. Yeah. I might be performing in the not too distant future. <laughs> DJ, DJ, DJ. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I'm. Funny enough, I will be at the uh, Canyon. It's called, I, the I Canyon was called Club. it the Canyon Club. Yeah, but I think it's called the Canyon. Yeah, now. You're, oh, okay. I think in both a, are correct, but the, for branding purposes, it's the Canyon. The Canyon yeah. in Agora, uh, and it's all on my website and shit. MJUltraMusic.com. Uh, and I'm going to be there pretty much throughout the month of May. I have to kind of, you know, I'm, I, I'm supposed to do a residency every Thursday there. Awesome. But I will definitely be there on May 16th Great. and May 23rd. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. I've played there, um, you know, before on some charity event type things. And I live in the area now. Yeah. So it's really going to be really cool to kind of like, you know, finally just take a walk down the street. And, and, and essentially just to be clear, yeah. it's the canyon here in Agora Hills. In South Agora Central Hills. Agora, Agora Hills. Hills. Come right. check out our boy MJ Ultra yep. at the canyon playing live with House of Vibe. House of Vibe, All dude. stars. You will May see. May 16th. Yeah, Jason's birthday. Day. Oh what! Oh what! <laughs> shout out! Shout out! Shout out! We will be there. Yeah, the dads will be in the house. <laughs> we will bring all of our friends, all of our homies, all of our family friends. They will all be there to support Beautiful, you. Man. And uh, thank all you. of our pets. Yeah. Everybody, you yeah, should bring them in. You, we will bring all seven of our <clears throat> contacts that we. Yeah, have. I love it. So that's exciting. I love it. Uh, listen. It's been over an hour, believe it or not. Really? It feels Time like we just started, started, right? Started. I know, right? right? This right. is always how it happens. This is how it goes down, man. This is how it goes down. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very we much, had a great Gracias. Time. Cheers, I had a great brother. time getting to know you. Likewise, man. I'm glad uh, you came out. And Jason, as always... Hey, thanks for bringing love, it. I love you, man. You know I love that. you too, man. And you know this what? This is a reunion, by the way. A this lot of people is. don't know that. This, this is, is a reunion for us. Sort um, of. I mean, we've seen each other secretively. Oh, <laughs> something, something Jody should know? Something any of us should know? Aaron. What song, what's, what song, should we, what song should we play? Let's play him a little Ocean Drive. Ocean, Ocean Drive on the way out. Nice. Play that. We'll drop that. it. Drop it. We we'll drop it as we say. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at Notorious Dads. Subscribe to us on iTunes. All our episodes are there. Please comment, share. Uh, we love everybody. We love your comments. Aaron, we miss you. Come out, everybody. May 16th to the Canyon. And the 23rd. And your, your Instagram once again. MJ Ultra. At MJ Ultra. At MJ Ultra.
better in photographs, in photographs, uh-huh She gave me the whip, specifically the six Told me to take the five, and meet her at the bricks And stop off at the ranch, and catch up with a click Now it's just me and three, and everyone legit Continue down the free, these ladies getting lit Chinese was talking shit, cause she ain't getting dick And no ID, shining lights in my eyes Asked me if I knew the speed limit said 35 Guess again, had no ID, I replied 55 Out the car, you come she with me She got the money and the fame, baby I love her like the city loves the rain Cause she makes me look better Better in photographs, in photographs The money ain't a thing She loves me like the city loves the rain Cause I make her look better Better in photographs In photographs uh -huh. In the cell in Alhambra Sheriff grinning my head is spinning Sir let me call my mama Can't go to jail, no dough for bail He said boy we got a problem Find a half a key under the seat you riding with three working riders I said that's preposterous See first of all that shit ain't mine And them friends of mine's ain't even friends of mine's The whip's my chick, she's out of town And we reconvening there 60 pounds Tell the judge she heard it all You get a call when you get a call Boy close the door now when you know Sheriff walked in the cell, boy you free to go She got the money and the fame I love her like the city loves the rain Cause she makes me look better Better in photographs, in photographs The money ain't a thing She loves me like the city loves the rain Yeah, cause I makes her look better Better in photographs, in photographs Uh-huh She's a queen of California Her daddy is a chief of police She can do things for him She got that tri-county reach She said you could be my boyfriend I said that's fine by me Cause I could use a girlfriend To keep me out of them streets